don't know this, then you're behind the times. The only metric that matters is convenience. Rules apply to you. Suddenly you're an advertiser. It's April 19th and time for your Social and Six update. Yes, as always, plenty has happened this past fortnight in social, leaving plenty to talk about on this week's Social in Six, including... Reddit's rumoured audio feature, Snapchat's screenshot acquisition, and the latest from Instagram's hidden likes test. And as always, if you enjoy this episode, then make sure to leave us a review on iTunes and let us know. Now, without further ado, let's get started. are talking about Clubhouse as, you know, the next big media platform. First up today, Clubhouse launches payments for over 60,000 creators. Yes, Clubhouse has become the latest social media app to explore a tipping function. The news means that fans of the 60k Clubhouse creators brought into the initial rollout can now donate money to people they regularly tune into. And while you may wonder who would pay for content that's already free, these gestures of goodwill have taken off on platforms like Facebook and YouTube as a means of incentivizing creators to make better content. From a Clubhouse point of view, the platform will want its top speakers to stay on the platform platform and engaged, while also giving new creators an eventual route to monetization, similar to that of YouTube or Twitch. But there's also a smart move happening here. Money Talks and Clubhouse will be hoping that the promise of monetization for more than these initial 60k creators will stop them from leaving Clubhouse in favor of Twitter Spaces when it launches. As for that launch, nothing yet, but you'll be the first to know when we do. We'll be right back after this message. Next up from Eve, TikTok provides a sneak peek of upcoming ad and product display formats. According to a report by Business Insider, several media buyers explain that TikTok is working on two new ad formats and two new product displays, and that these are set to launch within a few months. They are collection ads, which let advertisers link product catalogs in their TikToks, dynamic product ads, which automatically retarget products based on user behavior, promo tiles, which let you add promotions to your in-feed ads, and showcase tiles, which let creators display any product products mentioned in their videos. Some of these features aren't brand new though. Promo tiles and showcase tiles are already on Doyin, the Chinese version of TikTok. And according to Marketing to China, the majority of Doyin's income actually comes from in-app commerce, not advertising. So it makes sense that TikTok would want to replicate that success in the West. As we know, TikTok is already a catalyst for online shopping. In fact, TikTok says that 47% of users have bought something they've seen on TikTok and 67% say that TikTok has inspired them to shop when they weren't looking to do so. Have you found that no matter what you share on Facebook, you can't even get 100 likes? Next up from Theo, Instagram is testing several like-hiding options. Yes, Instagram's latest test probably won't come as a surprise to you, seeing as it's hidden likes in the past. But instead of a blanket ban, however, it's now letting a small group of users choose how they wish to experience likes, with the option to disable like counts on all posts, turn off likes for their own posts, or simply keep them as normal. According to reports, Facebook is also working on a similar test. As for the origins of the test, much of Instagram's plans center around mental health and self-esteem, with it being common knowledge that likes can be a negative experience for some. However, following an initial outcry from influencers about the impact this would potentially have on brand deals, it appears Instagram has moved to a point of flexibility to give users an option.
Next up, Reddit is rumoured to be working on an audio feature. Now, Reddit hasn't announced this yet itself, but last week, reports surfaced of a leaked audio feature shared by an anonymous source who explained that the feature was confidential and still in its early stages. From those reports, we can see that Reddit's audio feature would look and feel a lot like the chat rooms in Clubhouse and Twitter Spaces, but Reddit's feature will have one key point of difference. It will be moderator-run. Now, as we've heard from our own conversations with Reddit, the platform's upvote and downvote system actively encourages self-moderation, with contributors taking it upon themselves to push quality content to the top. And this is a crucial element of the platform's functionality. It's so effective, in fact, that Facebook is currently exploring replicating it in groups. This is also interesting because even though all the major platforms are exploring audio, an early pain point of existing features has been a lack of moderation. Clubhouse users have reported trolling, discrimination, and chat rooms that spread conspiracy theories and misinformation, none of which are monitored by the platform. If Reddit's voice chats are moderated, it could give it an edge over competitors. Also in the audio space, Facebook announced last week that the audio product it's testing is called Hotline and will take the form of an audio-first Q&A feature where speakers can take questions by text or audio and the audience can react to those questions with a series of emoji reactions. What kind of atmosphere do I want to create in my group? And lastly, from Theo, Facebook has updated its upvoting test for groups. Yeah, see if you mentioned Facebook groups and upvoting there, but if you're a Reddit user, upvoting and downvoting won't be alien to you. The mechanic is used to promote valuable or engaging content above content that is less so. And it's little wonder then that Facebook is exploring the feature for groups. Facebook started testing this functionality in November last year, and a sign that it's going well could be the fact that it's updated that test to ask users why they found a particular upvote comment more valuable. On the face of things, upvoting has many merits and advantages and is a step on from likes that feels more native to forums and group discussions. But one thing to be aware of is that simply adding more reactions to posts could make for more passive engagement. But one thing to be aware of is that simply adding more reactions to posts could make for more passive engagement, where people only upvote instead of adding their two cents. It remains to be seen how and when Facebook will roll out upvoting for groups, as well as the effect this will have on discussions. Watch this space. It's a really cool way to make a customized catalog of clothing and fashion and apparel based on the things that you browse okay. and screenshot from any other social media app on your phone. And lastly, Snap Inc. has acquired Screenshop to boost its commerce offering. That's right. Screenshop is an app that detects products in images and provides similar product recommendations. According to reports, Snap plans to integrate Screenshop's technology into Snapchat's Memories tab, where Snapchat users save their photos and videos in an archive. Screenshop's tech will be able to detect any clothing or furniture in Snaps and provide users with links to shop similar products. The update sounds similar to YouTube's product detection tool, which the platform is currently testing. This works by automatically detecting any products featured in a video and recommending related videos about those items. Snapchat's version, however, differs slightly in that it will push users straight to purchase, but it won't necessarily be for the specific items shown, only related items. But as it's being integrated with memories, it does mean that the feature won't be hindered by Snapchat's ephemeral nature. Snapchat users will be able to save images or videos of products for later and visit the links to shop whenever they want to. This update follows Snap's acquisition of FitFinder last month, which lets users virtually try on clothes and find the right size before they buy.
Eve's very interesting stories as always. It really, a lot happens in two weeks. But one that really grabbed my attention was the story around TikTok and their upcoming product display formats. I mean, I think that's such a powerful point about shopping and that the majority of, I think it's 67% of users have been inspired to shop when they weren't looking to do so. The fact that that's now manifesting itself on TikTok, as we've known it's the case on Instagram for a while, is, is really, really interesting. I think, you know, you nailed it on the head as well when you said this idea of the kind of e-commerce platform, the way TikTok talking China works compared to the West and, you know, how we're maybe seeing crossover between the two. No, absolutely. I was surprised that those figures weren't higher, to be honest, because it's very common on TikTok for products to go viral. You know how easy it is to go viral on TikTok right now. And I've seen it, especially a lot in the beauty industry. Someone will review a product and then that will spawn a million other reviews. And these products are selling out online within like days, which is something that you don't see even on Instagram. Like it's it's got a lot of potential for people looking to shop. And they've obviously noticed that and they've seen it work on Doyen. So it makes sense that they're trying to make it a native feature and just make it easier for users to follow the the journey that they're doing anyway. I mean, I completely agree with that. And yes, I can resonate with what you're saying there in terms of, you know, these products on TikTok selling out. I think I was on the platform the other day uh, eyeing up a blackhead extraction tool. So (laughs) it was quite, I can see how definitely in the beauty space. I know, the videos make them look so tempting. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what, what do we think about Clubhouse though? Because all these updates happening in the audio space like Reddit as well and Facebook. Do we think that Clubhouse introducing tipping will be enough to keep people on its platform when you've got people like Facebook and Reddit even LinkedIn bringing out versions of their own? I mean Clubhouse is such an interesting one in my opinion because as far as my knowledge goes invite only platform and it's got a loyal following. It's got I imagine quite an interesting and engaged audience but I mean compared to these platforms that you already have a presence on it's interesting to see how they kind of spin that. I mean, I think the tipping feature is a great addition and it's something, as I said, that we've seen that's worked on other social media platforms and people are very loyal and very keen to tip creators who they think are making great content and there is that relationship there. But it will be interesting to see what the other points of difference they can bring out are compared to your Facebooks and your Twitters and potentially other platforms. Clearly, this is going to be the future, but what would you be able to get on Clubhouse that you won't on Facebook, for instance? Yeah, exactly. I actually don't think that Clubhouse has been going on long enough for people to be loyal to it. It's actually going to work the opposite way, I think. They obviously are loyal and have a greater presence on platforms that they've had for years. And Twitter Spaces, if I'm not mistaken, is bringing out a tipping feature of its own. So not really a point of difference there. What I am excited about and interested by will be Reddit's if these rumours prove to be true. And it starts introducing moderation because as we sort of touched on earlier, they know how to bring out that function well. You know, they know how to do that. And it has been a massive problem for Clubhouse and even Twitter Spaces. So if Reddit can nail that, they're really going to ensure that the content on their platform is of a higher quality than what people are finding elsewhere. And that, you know, could be the ticket to keeping them there. 100% agree with you there. Now, we have something very exciting to share with you. Those of you who are members of the Social Minds Facebook group will have already seen something we've been working on that's been in beta for the last few months. But I can now say that on Wednesday the 21st, we'll be launching the Social Minds platform, a hub for all things social, where you can get actionable insights in real time. Now, this has been an absolute labor of love for us, and I'm so excited to share it with you. So make sure you keep a lookout on our social channels in the next week or join the Facebook group to get access first. Yes, very exciting news. Been looking forward to that launch for a while, but next week we have Alexa Diaz, Global Creative Marketing Manager for Netflix on the podcast for what was a must-listen discussion about her experience promoting entertainment shows and major documentaries. So listen out for that one. 
Thank you for listening. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please remember to leave us a review on iTunes because it really, really helps and allows us to bring you brand new episodes every single week. This has been the Social Minds Podcast with myself, Theo Watts, Eve Young, and produced by Ollie Thompson. <laughs>